This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. Where I'm sitting right now, it is Friday night. We are still in flashback mode. And it is time to cover the fifth of our final matches in this re-airing of the 2022 Tournament of Champions. Just to recap on the format for those of you who may not have been tuning in or who may be new. Um, instead of a two-game total point affair, the finals are best of seven, first to three. So, obviously, as of the end of yesterday's taping, no one had reached three. So, we're still going. To recap the scores as they stay... As they stand at the beginning of today's game, end of last night's game, beginning of today's, we have Amy with two wins, Andrew with two wins, Sam with nil. So a win by two of our three players today would end the tournament and grant them the $250,000 grand prize. Today's game was kind of a roller coaster because daily doubles were not very friendly at all. Amy found the first one and ended up losing everything on it, but fortunately for her, it was early in the game and you know, it wasn't as damaging as it would have been had it been, you know, late in the double Jeopardy round. It was Andrew who found the other two, and while he did get one of them correct and increase his score, when he landed on the next one, literally right after that, he made a dumb move, bet everything he had, and missed the question. And do you know what happens if you bet everything on a daily double and miss it? Down to zero you go. That question that question would be like the whammy on press your luck. That, that question is a whammy. I cannot tell a lie. You lose. Wrong game show. Yeah, I fail. My whammy voice sucks, but we're not supposed to be talking about whammies, but I just had to. So that's why I said the daily doubles were not anyone's friends today. Because they were kind of lethal. And actually, I believe with everything in me that those daily doubles are what ended up turning the game today. That and Final Jeopardy, which we're about to get to. 
So when Final Jeopardy came around, because of those daily doubles, Andrew had landed himself in third place. Sam was in second and Amy had the lead. And Sam and Amy were correct on Final Jeopardy. But it was Sam who made the bold wager and managed to take the game. Amy did not wager enough to pull ahead of Sam's score after his very, very courageous move. And that gave him his first win. Had she wagered another five to six thousand dollars, this tournament would have ended today. And the amazing thing is, wh- something that Amy would do, and I have, don't know why I have not mentioned this yet, but during her run, as it was airing, and during the tournament as well, Amy would post recaps of each game on her social media. She would post them on Twitter, and she would post them on Facebook. And in the recap of tonight's game, she acknowledged, you know, that maybe that wager wasn't the best thing she could have done at that point in time. And I think that's the hallmark of a good contestant is, you know, seeing where you kind of blundered and messed up. And... Just knowing that you made an error. And she did that. Out of the three, out of our three finalists, Amy has to be my favorite. I will, I will say that. Sam is a very, 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 very close second. I just, his, his personality is just so out there. I, I love it. But Amy, I just liked right off the bat. Like the first time she showed up on the show, I'm like, okay, I like this one. And we, we, we have players like that. Sam, Sam was the same way. He shows up and I'm like, okay, I, I like this guy. I, I think Amy is ahead of Sam in my favorites list because we got to spend more time with her and we got to know more about her as a person. So I have a better I have a better grasp of okay, this is this is the entire human. This is the big picture. And I I really appreciate that getting to know the people Getting to know the the actual people that are up there. And while while we do learn quite a bit about Sam during this tournament, there aren't as there isn't as much, you know, flushed out as there is with Amy and there are just so many missing gaps. And it's it's not his fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just the more I get to the more I get to know about these people, the more I like them most of the time. So as as much as I as much as I like Sam, there is still so much more that I'd like to know about, you know, him in general. Because let's face it, 
if I do what I want to do with my life, I'm going to end up friends with these people. And I don't want any awkwardness. I mean, there's probably going to be some awkwardness when I start fangirling right in the very beginning. But aside from that, if I'm going to be long-term friends with these people, I don't want any weird, awkward stuff. So that's why I value getting to know a lot about the contestant. I've I've learned over the past few days of the tournament that Sam is a man of many interests, and I I can definitely appreciate that. And we learned we learned a lot more too during Masters. So there's not as much of an information gap anymore, and I'm not trying to put as many pieces together. But yeah, that was that's the thing that's really pushed Amy slightly ahead. Like I said, it's very close. But I have a better picture of okay, this I like this human. But that was that was awesome that Sam got his first win today. And also when it originally happened, that was really awesome. I remember watching it at like 4 o'clock in the morning because I overslept the night before. And I had actually posted on Twitter because I still I still kind of use Twitter at this point. I was weaning myself off of it and moving to Mastodon. But I posted, I think actually in both places, I said, If anyone spoils last night's Tournament of Champions game for me, I will hurt someone. Or something to that effect, and people wisely kept their mouths shut. Because like I said, I'd slept through it. I was afraid to check social media because I didn't want the outcome of the tournament spoiled. But I'm very glad that I did not let anyone spoil it for me because that was a very, very intense game. And the outcome was not what I'm sure any of us expected. Not to not to discount Sam's performance in any way, of course, but historically Amy has made some pretty sizable wagers. This like, was not one of those times, but just we we weren't expecting this match to fall the way it did. When it fell in that particular way and, you know, that particular outcome, I think everybody kind of squealed a little bit, but we we just weren't expecting it. And getting to see it again, it's just, you marvel at just, oh my god, that actually happened. I, I think I love this I think I love this flashback thing because watching it the first time you get some stuff and then watching it again you get more details and then you can flush it out a lot more for the people you're describing it to. But yeah, that none of us were expecting the the game to end the way it did. But when it happened, we were all we were all bouncing because poor Sam had just not caught a break. He was undefeated up until the finals and then just could not catch a break for the first several days. And now he's finally gotten something. Finally gotten himself on the scoreboard, so to speak. 
I do apologize. I can't do much about the background. Ugh. They always like to do that when I'm recording. Or live. Or stuff. But that's basically what I have for you tonight. It, it was a very, very unexpected outcome. And I like that. So just to recap, as of the end of the game tonight, the scores are two for Amy, two for Andrew, one for Sam. So a win on Monday by two of the three players will end the tournament. And a win and a win for Sam will force that seventh game. What is going to happen? Well, you'll just have to come back on Monday and find out. But don't miss us over the weekend because we'll be here with Spotlight and Strategy Corner. After the tournament ends, whether it be on Monday or Tuesday, I'm not going to say which because I already know, but that wouldn't do for me to share it now, would it? But after the tournament ends, we may have a few days of no content, depending on what they decide to air for the producer picks. If it's, a bun- if it's a bunch of boring stuff, then yeah, we're probably not going to bother. Unless I can find some historically significant games and cover them. If I, if I find, you know, some of Ken's streak on Pluto or maybe the Battle of the Decades or something like that. Just something I can... Something I can come here and talk about. We will we will most definitely figure that out. But there is the possibility of me not being here for the for those few days. Spotlight and Strategy Corner will still happen that weekend and then new content will start back up on the 11th. So that's what's in store for the next couple of weeks. And with that in mind, I'm signing off for the night. Thank you for tuning in. Good night. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.